Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Jules. Hello, everybody. Jules, my friend, on this auspicious day, we talk about a hell of a lot of things going on in the gaming industry, mainly the fact that Microsoft axed about 10 to 11,000 employees a few days ago, and a lot of people didn't realize that the knock-on effect affected 343 Industries and directly Halo. Um, so there's a few things to talk about here about the reality of what's happening with Halo, the fact that um, mm-hmm. the actual different parts of development that were affected. Um, Microsoft said that the mass um, layoffs were in response to macroeconomic conditions and changing conditions customer priorities which is a hell of a a lot of of buzzwords yeah it's a hell of a way of phrasing um we just wanted to get rid of a lot of people um so yeah this did impact um bethesda and 343 industries bethesda it seems to be more related to um some pr roles and community roles and but 343 Mm -hmm. um it was a hell of a lot worse um halo infinite um has lost a lot of the single player staff a lot of people that were working on dlc for the upcoming uh, upcoming dlc for the story campaign um, and also, which is the thing that I kind of couldn't believe, uh, Joseph Staten, who's the original Halo creator, who was brought yeah. back in 2020 um, to help sort of try and steer Halo Infinite back, uh, you know, try and get it back on course and everything. Um, mm-hmm. They've been removed from 343 Industries and they've been put back into Xbox publishing. Um, and they only came back in 2020. So it's like that was a, a weird mad. turnaround. Um, what, do you, what do you think about this? And I've got a quote from uh, an ex-Halo developer. Well, to be honest, hearing the news is quite gutting. I mean, all those poor people losing jobs at this mm. time as well is not a good uh, vibe. Um, and it's just kind of ironic in a way that across the early 2000s all the way through the 2010s, every single big first-person shooter was marketed as being a Halo killer. But mm. it turns out that Microsoft themselves <laughs> are the Halo killer this time around. Because the real haze. I, like, why do they hate Halo Infinite so much? They were going to push it out way before it was ready. Mm-hmm. We got the Craig Gate. Uh, remember the awful <laughs> graphics that were on there. Yeah, the revamp, the redesign, the launch um, that had zero content and people got mm. bored of straight away. The <clears> DLC <throat> updates that came out way too late with the season passes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It seems like every single step that Halo has made in the newest era that it's in has been the wrong one. I just... And now it seems like there's even less support for it, so even less reason to play it. <laughs> the longevity of this game is just in question now. And I feel terrible for the people that are probably working so hard to write the ship and make what is, and Microsoft keeps forgetting it, mm. their flagship uh, video game franchise mm-hmm. into the right thing. And now that it just seems to be going off course well, the thing so is badly. That they've got... Like, there's a tiny little Master Chief emblem at the heart of every Xbox Series S and X. Mm-hmm. It's, it's literally mm-hmm. like lasered into the one part of the components on the inside of the console. So it's like, yes, this would be like Nintendo defunding Mario or like choosing to not put as much behind Mario yeah. as they could. So there is a quote from um, a, a now ex-Halo Infinite developer, Patrick Wren, uh, over on Twitter, who said, The layoffs at 343 shouldn't have happened and Halo Infinite should be in a better state. The reason for both of those things is incompetent leadership up top during Halo Infinite's <sighs> development, causing massive stress on those working 
working hard to make Halo the best it can be. The people I worked with every day were, were passionate about Halo and wanted to make something great for the fans. They helped push for a better Halo and got laid off for it. Um, he says that um, you know devs are still working hard on Halo and just look at Forge. Be kind to them during this awful time. Um, I feel like the like Forge is an incredible thing. The most recent version of Forge, if Halo yes. Three had yeah. that, would be yeah. legend. Like it would just be held up as like this is how you do custom map making. But they didn't for whatever reason they didn't have the marketing budget. It's not like anyone really even knew it was out. Like you started was, seeing yeah, you know it was random just like, creations. Oh, it, Forge is now here. It's yeah. like Halo also comes with Forge. It wasn't made into the big thing. Like uh, I remember when Halo Three came around in mm. the marketing campaign lead up to it, the ability to create your own levels, maps, mm. everything else, and different um, sort of uh, elements of your multiplayer online games was huge and the fact that it led to such success that modes were retroactively that were made by the community retroactively put into the game as official things like Mm -hmm. I think that SWAT was one of the weird examples where when it came to Halo Anniversary Mm -hmm. it had done so well as a custom multiplayer thing that was made by the community that they put it into Halo Anniversary as a game mode meaning Mm -hmm. that the game actually shipped with one more mode than they ever did originally Mm -hmm. and it was done by the fans which is incredible and now so why don't you market that better why don't you market yeah this is for you this is what you've been waiting for mm-hmm. they didn't and it's just like yep yeah, cool forge is here but they did it in the, they did it in the same announcement yeah. that they said we're not but you're not having four player uh, split screen co-op there was and it's all like, that stuff why do that why shoot yourself in the foot <laughs> by telling somebody that you're not getting something and and then just being but you will get forged it's like no 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 just say one post you will get forged yes. and then secondly in a separate post away from that a long way away from yeah. it saying sorry guys <laughs> we won't be getting that don't just go it's like going up to somebody, punching them in the face, and then offering them a slice of cake afterwards. It's like they're not going to want to eat the cake because you've just no. broken their mush. And it's just that thing of like the overall management of Halo. Like if you go back to like Halo 5, there was that whole weird push towards esports. There was all the mm-hmm. back and forth before that game came out about how many different things they were changing. The fact that you can now aim down sights and how that changes Halo and you yeah. can flow yeah. in midair and aim and everything like that. And I thought that like it just this weird idea where they didn't really know what to do with Halo. And like one of the, um, if anyone follows Kirby Cat on YouTube, there's a great comparison of how old school Bungie would approach Halo development and the general ethos behind gameplay and how 343 approach it and the, just the difference in the way that those teams go forward um, and obviously that's edited together for like maximum humour and whatever but there's still that idea of those old original trilogy documentaries or even Halo Reach's stuff the making of of just mm-hmm. a, a bunch of people having fun making a thing and it got successful yeah. alongside that rather than aiming for esports and aiming for maximum reach and whatever and it just feels like you know you, for Halo Infinite's case you had the first time it was going free to play and you didn't launch with Forge like you could have had this yeah, whole with half of the stuff you could have had this whole economy that would have been self-sustaining and yeah. people would have made maps and it would have been free and maybe then yeah. you could have charged for cosmetics and stuff because I, the whole thing that Ren says here about like the um, the ridiculous level of management and everything even yeah. at launch uh, I mean we used to play a lot of Halo Infinite when it first came mm-hmm. out but mm-hmm. even those menus and the customization options that you had were like threadbare like it felt like they barely got anything yeah. off the ground that was you know worth what, investing if, in do you know do you remember when the game For Honor came out yes and people said that this is the death of user interfaces because it was the most boring (laughs) most stripped back thing and then to see Halo Infinite a game that should be pumping you up to the nines with excitement you're finally playing mm. as Master Chief again after a, such a long wait and it's just like yep yeah, here's a Microsoft Expro, uh, Express uh, sorry Excel spreadsheet enjoy, yeah, yeah, yeah. enjoy yeah, clicking through menus and having nothing to look at in between mm. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mm-hmm. And just like, like in the way that they push you towards modes, like it took like months for them to get a decent list of all the modes that you could actually get. Uh, I just, everything about Infinite just feels really weird. Like when you said at the beginning about like the fact that it was pushed back, it was delayed a whole year, but that was only done like two months before it came, before the original release date. And it was when we were, everyone was looking at that release trailer, like you said, with the Craig stuff and everyone on mass going like, this is not ready for like mass mm-hmm. consumption. This doesn't, mm-hmm. if you compare it to a, a God of War or I guess Horizon at the time or whatever, like it's nowhere near the AAA level that it should be. Um, and it does kind of call into question what the hell Xbox's management is, that it could get that far without yeah. anyone realizing. Um, and then having to be like, oh, I guess another year or something. My biggest problem with this entire streak of layoffs that they've done here is that this is a short-term solution but is creating a long-term problem. Mm. With this sort of negative PR and the fact that they've just fired a lot of PR people, it (laughs) means that you're not going to be able to spin Halo in such a way going forward that it has a recognisable and uh, uh, the name brand won't mean as much going Mm. forward. Mm -hmm. Because people are going to associate the faults, the issues like this. They have said, basically, by laying off all of these staff members working on Halo Infinite, that this is a game that now has a lifespan. Yeah. Because it's basically, we don't see a future in the people, therefore, why should you see a future in this game? Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> going forward, that means when the next Halo comes out, it's probably going to have a smaller budget, mm-hmm. smaller expectations, smaller demand. It basically goes down into this negative returns, mm-hmm. where you're just basically going to go, this was once your biggest franchise that the Xbox ever had. And now well, you're basically just saying it's an afterthought. I just it's don't. Not, yeah. I don't think they do more. I just like if you look because there's the whole thing of like they haven't like canned the whole studio. People are still working on assumedly multiplayer stuff now, unless they'll just pick up the remnants of the story stuff. Apparently, the mm-hmm. art department was hit as well, so I guess whatever new ideas they had aren't going to necessarily come to fruition. But the fact that they've taken away Joseph Staten for me, that's the 
um, the smoking the gun or whatever. Yeah, the linchpin. Yeah. Because it's like, you would assumedly do a whole new Halo with him from the ground up. And I assume mm-hmm. he's had a lot of hand in the story DLC. Um, but there was that whole idea of like a 10-year plan or whatever for Halo Infinite. But I just I just don't know if they just kind of sunset the whole thing to borrow a mm-hmm. PR term and just sort of go like, oh, it's, it's just done. I mean, like Halo hasn't been Halo for like... 15 years or something like if you compare the people still get like talk about halo but like you talk about the rise of what it was like when halo 3 was dropping like that was next level they never got anywhere near that again um, I'd say that yeah. it's like reaching OD- ODST was sort of like the cutoff point for mm. that is where great Halo games were made. Mm-hmm. Because when Halo 4 came out, my God, the sheer <laughs> drop off of excitement that I had midway through that game. And mm. I was like, oh my God, am I fighting the same enemy boss three times? Yeah. And then together three times <laughs> in a single fight. Oh, kill me now. With some like kill weird me. iterative weapons that don't like feel oh. that great. I'm, I'm a Halo 4 defender for the most part. but it's I only, know you are. I know you like... are. And I still love you, mate. I still love you. <laughs> it's like someone should. Um, but I feel like under the the guise of like it's like a, it was their first team, first try, whatever. Like it's not terrible, but overall though, it is one of those things where um, I yeah, I think that it's done. I don't know. I don't know where you go from here, and I, I feel like they'll just sort of trot out some multiplayer stuff. Um, and that'll probably be about it. Um, I wanted to mention as well that um, all of this stuff comes in the wake of uh, Ubisoft cancelling uh, three unannounced games and they just pushed Skull and Bones mm-hmm. back a good few moments as well. Um, they were attempting to save, or they are attempting to save, $215 million in development costs across the next two years. Um, and uh, alongside that, I saw Insider Gaming, uh, Tom Henderson, uh, later in this week, um, mm-hmm. said that the big IP that they're teasing, the big thing that's going to get them back on track, is another crew game. It's another uh, racing game um, called Project really? Orlando. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> called Project really? Orlando. Okay. That's apparently okay. going to be releasing as Motorfest. Uh, it seems like it's a crew-style game. But it just seems like overall, the fact that Ubisoft and, um, I guess it's Ubisoft as a company, Halo as an IP, or 343, can be so rocky. Um, is a hell of a thing. I, I did see um, Jeff Grubb talking about it on Giant Bomb, who themselves were also hit with layoffs. There's so many layoffs across the board this week. Um, mm-hmm. Jeff Grubb saying that because so many companies hired so much across the pandemic um, to yeah. get through that, that's what this is. They're just they're kind of just shedding unnecessary weight, as horrible and cold as that is. Um, it's yeah. actually the opposite of this. It's that they know they can operate without these extra people. But it's weird in the Microsoft case because they're trying to offer up $70 billion for Activision Blizzard, but they can't maintain their existing staff pool in theory. Yeah, it's a very weird situation. Um, I've always said to you and the public at large that the customer, the consumer should never foot the bill for mm. a video game's expenses. Like um, if your water technology to create your puddles in your game costs you £13 million, I shouldn't be the one picking up the bill for that one. Totally. And it seems unfortunately that the developers are now experiencing the cutback of... The video game glut, because we we went through this period um, just before the pandemic hit of the over-the-top, mega-budget, blockbuster-style video games that were trying to be the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm. of their ilk. It was just, oh, like, let's have money. Let's just throw money at something and just create something utterly crazy. Mm-hmm. That is not a sustainable market. FIFA's experiencing that at the moment with mm-hmm. the huge sort of um, rise of costs of licensing players' likenesses. It's got to the point now where Ultimate Team exists so that FIFA can exist. Yeah. And this is the future <laughs> of gaming that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. These video game publishers have created monsters that can only demand more more time more resources more money but it cannot deliver when it comes to sales Mm -hmm. and so they have to cut back on all these things so we're probably going to enter going forward 
either a real cut down of the big name IPs. They're just going to focus on three or four hit titles and that's mm. going to be all they do. Maybe. And the rise of the independent gamer is going to come back again because it always ebbs and flows, that sort of thing. I feel but like it just yeah, sucks like... that the developers uh, have to pay the price for this mm-hmm. um, overreach of the publishers in the first place. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, a lot of stuff on the Ubisoft side is like, is trend chasing. Like it was in same, a little yeah. bit with Halo Infinite. It's like, how do we, how do we make this work? It's like, okay, we'll chase cosmetics, we'll chase the battle pass, we'll mm-hmm. try and do those mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. Uh, rather than sticking to their guns. And in the Ubisoft case, you know, it was Yves Guillemot saying like, oh, the, the, uh, the ball's in your court to the, to the devs going, okay, make this work. And it's like, what yeah, but the IPs you're, that was. yeah, the IPs yeah. you're attaching them to. No one, I don't think that many people are getting out of bed that passionate about Skull and Bones. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they are. Maybe they're <laughs> loving X to find. one guy in a pirate suit <laughs> just like wakes up and he's like, yarr, time to work on Skull and Come Bones. Come on, guys. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, but I think, I don't think that, I just don't buy that. Maybe that's true and God bless you, but I, I don't think that's the case necessarily. And I, obviously the backlash like Ubisoft wide um, is, has happened this week with a lot of devs just saying like, don't even say that to us. You're the ones greenlighting yeah. these ideas and now we have to do it. Um, to roll it back into Halo, it's like that idea of what even is Halo going forward. I just think yeah. you get rid of it and you do something else. Like even um, Bungie have recently re-trademarked Marathon, which was their original name for Halo. Yeah, that's crazy. Way that's back crazy, in the day. So I don't know if they'll do something separate. I think actually, if I make a weird prediction, um, we'll get a Halo-style multiplayer shooter developed by Bungie on PlayStation um, yes. because you have yeah. them owned by them anyway. And then Halo just weirdly disappears. I think that's like a weird reality of where we're at. This is another thing that we've been seeing. Admittedly, the Callisto Protocol was not a good example of this, but we're seeing original devs go back to their ideas to take Mm. it away from um, the publishers that have basically ground them down into the soulless microtransaction uh, gelatinous slop that gets uh, fueled down. I mean, a really good success story is, and I keep getting the names confused, Mm. is it the Outer Worlds? The ones that was made by the um, Obsidian who did... Hey, uh, yes, did, that's uh, Outer Worlds Flight and Outer Wilds. There is we the go. One. I always get those two mixed up. <laughs> yeah, so uh, glad I got it right this time. Theirs was a huge success story. And I love it when you see devs just go, look, listen, hold my beer. This is actually how it's done. And yeah. if Bungie can do that with Marathon, then credit to them because Lord knows we don't need another Destiny. <laughs> I say that much. <laughs> that's done well enough at this point. Um, yeah, done, I, you can't deny it, but I can say I don't like it. So. I, well, totally. Imagine like the, the, the reality where Destiny is on stronger footing than Halo. Like That's, that's kind of where what we're weird, at. Like, yeah, what a weird world <laughs> we're in. It's gaming. Um, yeah. But yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below of the state of Halo in general and what you think of the uh, the layoffs and where you think Halo will go uh, going forward. For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. And I've been Jules Gill. And we'll catch you next time. Subscribe to the WhatCulture Gaming Podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that was a very quick ending <laughs> there. Do it. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> Do it now. Hold up. What was that? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.